I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're just going live on Instagram. It is Tuesday night, uh, about 9.30 or so, so we're going to jump on and answer any questions that people have got. Just waiting for people to join online now, and then we'll get stuck into some questions. G'day guys, uh, any questions you got? I'll be jumping on for about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, answer any questions, whatever's going about. A bit happening in Rugby League today, obviously a big day with the West Tigers and whatnot. Uh, just my thoughts on the podcast a little bit earlier today. Really exciting day for all of you West Tigers fans. Uh, you've been through a lot of shit recently. Uh, so fingers crossed today is a bit of a turning point. Uh, any questions you guys have got, though? Anything you want to talk about? Chuck it up. Uh, let's get the conversation rolling. Whatever you guys want to talk about, send me a question in. Who is the most talented player you've ever watched? Uh, I think Joey and Cam Smith have to be right up there. I'm always a sucker for Brad Fittler, though. I've said that on a number of occasions. Uh, I just think the way that Brad Fittler could play so many positions uh, and be so dominant in so many different positions, uh, that always really stood out to me with Freddie. I think a guy like Matty Bowen I'd also throw in there. I just love watching Mango play footy, and I just always found him so fucking entertaining. Uh, But there's so many different ways to look at that question, mate. So many guys that you could throw up. But once again, I, just, I still just think that Joey uh, is probably, you know, the most entertaining guy. I just love what you used to love watching him play footy and love going back and watching him, uh, the games that he played. I saw Matty the Waterboy put something up on his Instagram story the other day, uh, some Joey Johns highlights, and uh, I, th- I think he said he watched it nine times or something. I went back and watched it a heap as well. So, uh, But Cam Smith, he might not have been the most entertaining guy, uh, but as far as most talented and just understanding the game better than anyone, Cam Smith, very hard to go past, mate. Great question, though. Tigers to make the eight next year. Jackie Boy, I probably don't think they'll make the eight, to be honest with you. Uh, I think they will be improved. I think they're heading in the right direction. Uh, I think they were heading in the right direction before today, uh, to be fair. But I think today's decision uh, will help them out as well, for sure. So I probably don't have the Tigers in my top eight at the moment. Uh, but that probably more so says uh, something about you know the strength of this competition rather than the West Tigers. Uh, I think it's going to be very, very tough to make the top eight this year. I think the Gold Coast Titans are going to be big improvements. 
Improvers. I'm very, very keen to see how they go this year. Uh, and then you've got, you know, Rabbitohs, uh, Parramatta, North Queensland, who are probably got top eight rosters, uh, who obviously missed out on the eight this year. So it's going to be a really interesting season. I know we say it every year, it's going to be the closest one. Uh, but I reckon next year is going to be an absolute fucking cracker. I can't wait for it. Uh, thoughts on the Tigers' recent sackings? Yeah, look, we dropped a podcast on it earlier today. Uh, so if you want sort of our in-depth thoughts, you can find it there. But uh, it's exciting for the West Tigers and for you West Tigers fans, no doubt about it. Uh, and you know what? I'm just excited that now there, there's no excuses, yeah? Uh, the reason why we all thought, myself included, why the West Tigers have struggled is out the door now. It's over to Benji Marshall and a very talented playing group. So I'm just keen to see how they go. I'm sick of talking about the board and all this sort of shit at the West Tigers. So I'm glad that we can move on from that uh, and we can just focus on the on-field and what Benji Marshall is doing and whatnot. So I think it's a, uh, a big win for the West Tigers today, no doubt about that, but it's going to come with a lot of pressure as well, uh, which is where you want to be, though, realistically. So I'm excited for the West Tigers. Uh, Corey Allen signing, yeah, Dragons have signed him up. Uh, obviously, the fullback spot's an interesting one. Tyrell Sloan hasn't really grabbed it with two hands. Um, I, I think Zach Lomax a really good shot to start there in round one. But Corey Allen, he's an origin representative. Uh, Corey Allen, when he came down from... Brisbane, I, I thought he was going to be an absolute fucking superstar. As a junior, he looked unreal. Look, he's had a good career. He's bounced around a couple of clubs um, and obviously played State of Origin, and he's played some very, very good games at fullback. So he, he's got a bit to offer Corey Allen. I think he's a decent little value signing uh, for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Will he be their fullback? I would probably still go with the upside of Zach Lomax just to see what I can get out of him. Uh, but... Jeez, to have a guy like Corey Allen in your squad, I think the Dragons have done well there. And they wouldn't have paid too much either, which is the other thing you need to keep in mind with that one. Uh, where do you have the Titans at the end of next year? Mate, I'd love to see them play finals for the A, and I genuinely think that they can. Uh, whether they do or not, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but I love the squad that the Titans have at the moment. I love that they've got maturity in certain spots. They've got young guns in other spots, and they've just got an absolute stack of guys that they're trying to fit into this side. Uh, and competition for spots is fantastic. Uh, I'm really keen to see Sammy Verrills go around again for a full season. Hopefully uh, injuries fall his way this year. Uh, obviously, AJ Brimson, Jaden Campbell, even Keanu Keeney. I'm very keen to see him get a start. Uh, Bo Fermor works walks back into that side as well. So, so many positives for the Titans. Uh, it's I'm, I'm super excited to watch them play. They're going to be entertaining as all hell. And, I mean, they've always been able to score points, yeah? Since 2007, the Titans have always been able to score points. It's defensively that it's always been their big challenge. And uh, Desi Hasler walking in there. Very fucking exciting. I love that the first thing Desi did was build the uh, dojo out there. I think that's fucking unreal. So I am very, very excited about the Gold Coast Titans heading into next season. I think that they will, if nothing else, they'll be one of the more entertaining sides in the NRL, which I think will be unreal. Have you heard you have poached Dior? No, I haven't, mate. Um... It's not a bad idea, actually. Now, I'll be catching up with Dior tomorrow. We've got the uh, Hello Sports uh, Christmas party. So uh, I saw Dior, I think, last Tuesday or something. Uh, but, yeah, I uh, I wasn't aware that he was leaving. So I'm really going to miss Dior on the podcast, to be honest. I think he's fucking hilarious. Uh, champion bloke as well. Um, and I think he's a real... He's almost like a palate cleanser on that podcast, so I'm really going to miss him. Um, I will tell you, though, the guy they're bringing in is an absolute fucking legend, Tommy's brother. He's a champion, and he's fucking hilarious. So uh, it'll go from strength to strength, no doubt about it. But, yeah, Dior, I'm, I'm going to miss him on that podcast. I, I love it how he, little, how he chimes in and chirps up. 
Uh, <laughs> Ahmad Bajuri, one of the greats. Uh, what have we got? What do you think about the Ezra Mam news about him signing a four-year, three million dollar contract for the Broncos? Haven't seen that myself, to be honest with you, mate. So I'm only going off your comment. Uh, but I have said all along that I'd be shocked if Ezra Mam leaves the Brisbane Broncos. Um, it's crazy how much your stocks can rise in you know 15 odd minutes in that grand final. Incredible. Went from uh, Clive Churchill around his neck to absolute heartbreak. But uh, I think Ezra Mam's a real star of the future. I think that was evident. You know, 18 months ago when we were talking about him, what he was doing in Q Cup. Uh, I thought it'd take him a lot longer to get to where he is, but he's just blown it away over the last 18 months. It's been very, very impressive from Ezra Mam. So I fully expected him to stay at the Brisbane Broncos, and uh, I think he'll be there for quite some time. You think about them over the next few years, between Haas, Paddy Carrigan, Ezra, Reese Walsh, uh, you know, Jordan Rickey's pair curers, these sort of guys, um, they're building something pretty special out there. And there's a couple of guys that will come into the side this year, like your Dean Mariners and these sort of guys, uh, that I really, really rate as well. So Brisbane, um, if they can just, you know, deal properly with the heartbreak of that grand final and not let that rattle them into the future, uh, they are going to be a serious force to be reckoned with over the next few years. And Ezra Mam's going to be front and centre, no doubt about that. Sharks to miss the eight next year. Yeah, it's an interesting one, mate. Um, as I said, there is, you know, you can only fit eight teams into the top eight, but it feels like this year there's like 10 or 12 teams that are top eight caliber. So it's going to be very interesting to see where everyone finishes. Uh, you know, it's the same every year. There's going to be one or two teams that injuries cost them. Um, and, you know, you, you could say maybe that was Parramatta this year. Not injuries, but like they missed Ryan Madison. They missed Dill Brown during the season. There's going to be one team that, you know, off-field stuff's going to cost them. Last year at South Sydney, the year before that, it was the Manly Seagulls. So uh, I think injuries, off-field stuff, there's a, lot, there's a lot that can derail a footy side. And I think you'll probably see those two this year as well. I think Cronulla's got the side to play finals footy. There's no doubt about that. I think they've got one of the more well-balanced squads. I've said before on the podcast, uh, I think they are going to miss Matty Moylan a little bit. Uh, defensively, they won't miss Moylan, no doubt about it. Uh, but I think a lot of teams will really go pretty hard at Nico Hines this year. And I think it's going to be a big challenge for him. I also think that Matty Moylan, despite him not being perfect, I think I thought he was a really, really good halves partner for uh, Nico Hines, just allowing him to be ball dominant. I'm not sure if Braden Trindle is going to be that sort of guy, and maybe he can be. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think that combo is going to take a little while to gel. So it'll be interesting with the Sharkies, but. When you look at their squad, there's not a hope in hell they should miss finals footy. But once again, you can only fit eight teams in there. Um, when I asked to a few older people, Brett Kenny gets mentioned a bunch. Yeah, mate, I, I, I assume you asked me the question earlier about most entertaining. Brett Kenny right up there. I personally think Brett Kenny should be an immortal. Uh, I think when you do things has to count for something. Brett Kenny was consistently the best player on the biggest stage every single year when it came to grand final day. Uh, three grand finals in a row, two tries in each of them. Um, two men, I, I think he went back-to-back -back man and match awards as well. Uh, and, you know, he, he's the guy that for New South Wales, he was the only one that could compete with Wally Lewis. So when you're talking about the biggest stages possible, um, state of origin and grand finals, and Brett Kenny tended to be the best or one of the best on each and every one of them. So Brett Kenny, hard to push back on, mate. Just hard for me because... I didn't get to watch Brett Kenny week in, week out, like I did with the other guys that I mentioned. But, yeah, right up there, mate. It's a very good shout. Uh, where will the Dolphins finish next season? Uh, I think they'll finish in a reasonably similar spot. Um, I think that they... 
I think uh, I'd probably, uh, probably be a little bit higher, I guess. I'd probably have him around the 9, 10, 11 sort of mark. Uh, Wayne Bennett's last year, so they'll, they'll be up for that. Uh, you got to remember as well, like they get Tom Gilbert back. So as much as they uh, get the two Brisbane boys there, which is huge signs, Jake Avrilo, I think he's going to go great guns. Uh, getting Tommy Gilbert back, I think he's one of the most underrated forwards in this competition. So once again, the Dolphins are another side like it probably, based on how they played last year and if they're full strength with Herbie, uh, with Flaglard, these sort of guys, Tommy Gilbert back in there, Hamiso with another season under his belt. Uh, you know, it's hard to say that that's not a top eight roster as well. So, mate, it's going to be an absolute cracker of a year. Um, face the music, Guru. I think we'll be doing that a little bit next year. Zach Green, hope you're well, bro. Hope you're doing well, legend, mate. Uh, Jaden Campbell to be in contention for fullback of the year 2024. Yeah, you have a look at Desi Hasler and his history. Um, you know, he had Benny Barber when he won the Dalian medal. He had Tommy Turbo when he won the Dalian medal. Uh, the fullback whisperer, we call him a bloke. So, uh, yeah, whoever lands in that one jersey, which I assume will be Jaden Campbell, I think that makes the most sense for that side. I think AJ Brimson's a better fullback, to be completely honest with you. Uh, but you can't really play JC anywhere else. Just... <sighs> defensively at this part of his career, I just don't think he's ready for the front line. You sort of write your opposition's game plan if you put him up there. So as much as I think AJ Brimson's a better fullback than he is 5'8", I think his best fit to get all these stars into this team is for AJ to play 5'8". So Jaden Campbell, he plays a full season at fullback behind that side. They're going to score points. Um, Desi's going to put him in good spots. He's got experienced halves there in Kieran Foran. Uh, yeah, hard to push back on, mate. Just so many gun fullbacks in this competition. Uh, what have we got? Who wins the comp? Uh, mate, boring, but I will be backing in the Panthers again. Uh, I think that Nate Cleary's just gone to another level off the back of that grand final. Uh, Mitch Kenny's really found his feet. Uh, they've got to replace Stephen Crichton, no doubt about it. That in those big moments, that's going to be really tough. Uh, but I, I, I look around that competition and... There's, there's honestly probably two teams that I that, that I think can beat them. One of them is Brisbane, and I don't know how they're going to recover from that grand final. Um, you know, are they going to be able to climb the mountain again and get all the way back? You know, the Panthers have obviously done it, but not many teams have been able to do it previously. Uh, and the Roosters, if they're full strength and everything's clicking, I think they can compete with them. But, I mean, fuck, based on what the Roosters have thrown up the last two or three years, it's wild to say this, but I'm just not super confident that Trent Robinson's going to get it exactly right because they have been hit and miss over the last couple of years. You've obviously got Teddy getting a little bit older, guys leaving and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, I mate, I'm, it's boring, but I'm going to go the Panthers for a fucking fourth in a row. Unprecedented, crazy stuff. Uh, Atamariota, he's coming up. Yeah, very excited about Atamariota uh, at the Canberra Raiders. Um, I was... There was other forwards I was keener on at the start of last season, but the more I watched of Mariota, uh, the more impressed I was. And oh, I think he's going to have a big, big season for the Canberra Raiders. Uh, that forward pack with Smithies arriving there, oh, I think he's going to be a good signing as well. Uh, the Raiders, they might be lacking in their spine, but mate, that, that pack... They will at least compete in every single game they play in. So uh, it, I still find it so bizarre that Ricky Stewart, one of the best attacking halfbacks we've ever seen, one of the most talented sevens we've ever seen, he builds his teams entirely around just being gritty and tough and all that sort of shit. When you look back at that Canberra Raiders side that you know he, he, he was the chief of, he ran that side. Meninga was the captain, obviously, but that was Ricky Stewart's team. Go back to 93 they're going to win that premiership hands fucking down. Uh, he breaks his leg in the last round. They go out in straight sets. Uh, Ricky, one of the most entertaining players we've ever seen. And his team just seems to play this grinding, boring sort of style of footy. I think it's bizarre. Um, 
what have we got? Adam Mariota, we touched on him. Who's your top four next year? Uh, Penrith, I'd probably go with East, I think, just on paper. Uh, Brisbane, I think that they will be okay. Uh, the other side, I'm not too sure. Melbourne always seem to find a way there, don't they? Uh, but I'm not convinced on their squad. Um, I'm not too sure who that fourth spot would be. If South Sydney can sort out all their shit off field, I think they're going to be a very, very good footy side next year. But there's a lot of water to go under that bridge. The New Zealand Warriors, obviously, they were fantastic last year. Uh, they get Roger Tuivasa Sheck that they, they they add him to their squad. So they should stay up there. But once again, it's when, when, when you make that big jump from the bottom up to the top, it's hard to stay there. Uh, and Warriors fans will call me a hater and they'll lose their mind and all that sort of shit, and that's fine. Uh, but it was the same same stuff I said at the start of this season about Parramatta that made a big jump, about the Cowboys who made a big jump. Uh, both those teams missed the eight. The other team that made a big jump was the Sharkies, uh, who finished in the bottom four of the top eight and went out straight set. So staying at the top is harder than it seems, and when you're going well, it feels like you're going to be there forever. Most of the time, the reality is that you're not going to be there forever. Uh, and those teams that I spoke about in the preseason last year, they learned the hard way this year. Um, so the Warriors are that side, and the Newcastle Knights are that side as well, coming off last year, the two teams that made very big jumps. You could say Brisbane's that side as well, to be fair. Uh, but yeah, the ones that I'm most interested in are the Warriors and the Newcastle Knights. I personally don't think the Raiders will have the cattle to make the eight next year. Um... Des, too old a head coach for the Titans, young-minded team. Now, I reckon Desi will be really good up there. Desi's just a different sort of cat from what I've gathered from everyone that's been involved with him. Um, I, I, I think he'll be okay up there. Uh, I, I think that especially having Kieran Foran, he'll be the key link between, obviously, an older guy like, like Desi and a younger squad of those guys. Uh, Foz is very, very important, and I think that would be uh, a big part of the reason why Desi would have taken that job, to be honest with you, because he knows he's got him there. Uh, what have we got? Caleb Clark to South. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of Caleb Clark playing rugby union. Uh, looks like a real talent to me. I, I think he'd fucking carve it in rugby league. I heard the rumours of him training with South Sydney, to be honest with you. I don't quite know uh, what the John Dory is there, but uh, if they can get him at South Sydney, I reckon he'd be a fantastic get, Caleb Clark. Very, very talented young guy. Um, where does AFB land? And who could the Waz get for him? Yeah, I'm not sure where Adam Fanua Blake lands. There's uh, obviously the, the the Dragons I'm hearing are right up there. They're a very good sniff. I, I personally thought Phil Good get him at Canterbury. Uh, but I think I read today that they might have pulled out. So I don't think we'll know anytime soon where AFB is going to land. I think it'll be a while away still. But uh, he'd, he'd be a very good signing for a number of clubs out there. No doubt about it. Uh, what have we got? Uh, Caleb Clark will sign in the next 24 months, won't be a force, runs direct, and change the direction for him is a problem. Fair enough, mate. You probably, it sounds like you watch more rugby union than I do. From what I've seen of Caleb Clark, uh, he looks handy, though, but you'd probably know better than me, bro. Uh, love your work on scouting the young guns, mate. I'm also very keen to see Fletcher Shadow grow more this year. Completely agree, mate. Uh, Dalian medalist for next year. Once again, so boring, but fuck, Nate's got to win it soon, doesn't he? Like, it's been unbelievable that he hasn't managed to win it over the last few seasons. So, for me, Nate's very hard to go past. I know that's very boring. Um, I think KP will be right up there again. You have a look at the team that he's playing in. If they can just keep their head above water and be a top eight side, um, you know, Jacko's not going to take too many points out of, off him. He just plays direct and just moves the ball around. Not a huge running threat. You know, Tyson's a little bit rogue in what he does. 
And, you know, Jaden Braley and Phoenix Crossland, they're going to be sharing minutes. So I look at that night side and I just go, fuck, who's going to steal points off KP? So uh, I reckon KP will be right up there once again. Uh, you got to consider as well with KP, just won a Dalian medal when he spent an entire preseason bulking up to play 5-8. Uh, got into the season, had to go to America to sort his head out. Came back, you know, still with his 5-8 body without fullback reps in the preseason and fucking blew it away. So imagine him with a full preseason, if he's fully fit for the entire year, playing fullback in that night side, and if they're going good, um, KP is going to be very hard to beat. So KP or Nate Cleary, one of those two, I'd be pretty confident on having a punt on those two guys. Uh, what's one change you would make outside the game itself to make the game an overall better product? Uh, I'd change the way uh, that we do like our media and stuff a little bit. Um, you know, take, for example, uh, State of Origin time, and I harped on, on about this last year, and I don't know if anyone gives a flying fuck outside of me, but, like, I find it bizarre that State of Origin is, like, our biggest thing on the calendar, right? And when those teams come out, you post them in group chats, you talk to your boys, you talk to your mates about who's been selected, who's missed out. It's like one of the biggest days of the year. And we announce it like on a website at 9am on a Monday. I just think it's ridiculous. I think both coaches um, should have to have their squads sorted out. Maybe we do it on the Monday night. I think we get everyone in a studio. We make a big show out of it. I, I think that'd be fucking unreal with coaches. Uh, you know, at fullback, I select blah, blah, and why I select that player there. Just, I, I think that'd be so cool around State of Origin time. That's how I would go about it. I obviously see things from a content point of view and all that, uh, and I understand, you know, why they don't do things like that, but I just think it'll just take our game to the next level. You're seeing all these teams now coming out with all these documentaries and whatnot. The Manly Seagulls doing some fucking hectic work at the moment. Um, that's sort of the stuff that I would change, but that's obviously from a uh, from a sort of social content uh, point of view that I obviously think about a lot more, probably a lot more than the average bear. But that's sort of the big change that I would make that I think it improved the game so much. You go to Vegas in round one. I'm planning on, mate, I haven't booked my tickets yet, uh, but I do plan to be there, just working out how I do it and if I can uh, maybe uh, shortball a sponsor over there or whatnot to help me out uh, and fund that trip. So uh, if anyone out there wants to sponsor me in Vegas, uh, I will sell myself like a cheap hooker. So reach out, let me know, and I will be there. But yes, I am planning on being there mate uh don't you dare talk shit about the bronx through good gear uh luke brooks for a big year at manly under dce top eight contenders yeah mate with that squad they should play finals footy they're another team that should be there with their squad especially if turbo and dce are fit you should play finals footy with those two in your side in my opinion um i reckon brooks is going to go really well i reckon a lot of people uh just jumped on the bandwagon of hating luke brooks over the last few years i think it's more of a reflection of the tigers and the shit fight that that was to be honest with you i think brooks is a very good player and i think the the best when when brooks is at his best brooks is running and I think having a halfback like DCE, I think it'll be perfect for Luke Brooks. So I'm really excited to see how he goes. Defensively, I'm worried about him and Josh Schuster next to each other. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. And uh, two guys that will have big targets on their back. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Brooksy will go well for the Manly Seagulls. Will Teddy play rep footy next year? Oh, fuck knows, eh? Very tough one. 
uh, captain of New South Wales, captain of the Kangaroos. Uh, I probably think Madge is going to make a hard call here, uh, unfortunately for Teddy, who, you know, people will probably re- remember the back end of his career and that sort of stuff, but he's an absolute legend of our game. He's a New South Wales legend. He's a Kangaroos legend, uh, and he's an NRL legend. I think we just need to, uh, if Teddy doesn't play the, the, this year in rep football arena, uh, we just need to be respectful of what he's achieved. Uh, not everything can last forever, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think Madge will probably make a hard call there, to be honest with you. But it's over to James Tedesco to see what he does over the first 10 weeks or so. Um, Jack Bird, best position for the Dragons, 2024. I've always loved Birdie as a 13. Uh, that's where I would play him, ideally. Uh, but I think that the the 13 that best suits that footy side is probably Jack DeBellin. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I think Birdie wants to play centre. He obviously won a comp there with Shane Flanagan. Uh, so, I'm expecting Jack Bird to line up at centre. I'm, I'm pretty sure he said it the other day. We spoke about it on Bloke in a Bar. Um, yeah, so, so tough with Birdie. He was such a good player coming through. And he has been a gun. There's no doubt about that. But just injury has just fucked Birdie time and time again. So, yeah. Um, to be fair, I, I thought the last few years, I think Timmy Williams read out his stats the other day. He's played a lot more footy than what I thought he had over the last few years. Uh, so maybe I, I'm a bit harsh on Jack Bird, but I am a huge, huge fan of him. And I hope that Flano can get the very best out of him. Uh, I'm going to scroll right down to the bottom. Sorry, Legends. Fuck, it's hard to keep up with this shit when you're all flying. Um, I'll answer a few more, then I'm going to hit the frog and toad. Hey, Rue, what are your thoughts on the Waz letting Curran go because they trust in their players coming through to buy Capewell in three years? Oh, I just think Capewell's an experienced guy that popped up. Uh, I, I, you, you know what? In, in saying that, maybe they knew this was exactly what they're going to do. Uh, sometimes you got to play little bit of ducks and drapes at times. Uh, I think that Josh Curran, for whatever reason, wasn't working at the New Zealand Warriors. I don't know if it was a personality clash. Whatever it was, I've got no idea, but I think they are better off with Kurt Capel, who will bring a lot of uh, experience to that side. So, And there's a lot of young back rowers coming through that Warriors system uh, as well. So I, I think they're in a good spot. I think they'll be all right without Curran. Um, I understand where you're coming from, though, James, 100%. Um, what have we got? Luai and AFB to the Tigers. I'm hoping Luai does land there. I yeah, I, I don't think he'll end up staying at the Panthers realistically, so I think he will end up at the West Tigers. And uh, fuck, all of a sudden they're interesting, aren't they? Like, if, for me, the last few years has just been, yeah, okay, you can sign whoever you want, but, you know, like every sporting organisation that has ever fucking existed, if your front office isn't sweet, if the suits upstairs aren't working, uh, more than likely your team's not going to be successful. That's changed now. It doesn't mean that it's fixed. Um, doesn't mean that the West Tigers' problems are fixed just yet. It could be, uh, but we have to see the results first. But they are becoming very interesting and very exciting. Um, do Roosters have the spine to compete for a premiership? I think they do, mate. I think that they all need to obviously lift their game off the back of last year. There's no doubt about that. I thought that Brandon Smith, I sort of harped on all year that I thought he was more of a 13 than a 9. or a more, Sorry, I should say more of a middle forward than a 9. Uh, but I thought towards the back end of the season, he played some really, really good footy. Uh, caught up with Connor Watson the other day. He's you know starting to get back into training, uh, looking to play a bit of 9 next year as well. So plenty of options there at the Chooks. I love the look of uh, Sandon Smith at the back end of the season. He was fantastic. I thought Kiri's finish was strong as well, and I thought Sam Walker was unreal. So Teddy's probably my biggest worry, to be honest with you, but I think in clubland uh, he can do more than enough. I would, I'm would. i very keen to see how Teddy returns next season. I think it's very, very evident that he does need to change his game a little bit, um, and I think he just needs to adapt a little bit now that he's getting older and start to move the ball around a little bit more. Um, I think that's... 
that's the best situation for the Roosters. And you know what? It's not like he he's never done that as well. A couple of years ago, his ball playing was unreal. The amount of times he used to hit Daniel Tupu with that cutout ball and whatnot, it's like he just put it in the swag all of a sudden. It was a bit strange. So, yeah, oh, I do think the Roosters can compete, mate, for sure. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, I am going to hit the frog and toad, guys. Thanks for joining us once again. Uh, if you missed any of this live and you want to have a listen to it, uh, it will be live on the Rugby League Guru podcast tomorrow morning. Uh, Guru's Grid dropped tonight as well. Go and have a red-hot crack at that. Uh, pretty tough. What we'll do is we'll put out the NRL Grid each night. Sorry, the NRL Grid. Guru's Grid each night. And then the next morning on the podcast, we'll have the answers there. And I'll just sort of talk about those three players as well. So a bit of dribbly uh, content there, but I'm really enjoying it. Looking tired, Guru. Looking fucking exhausted, brother. Time to hit the sack. Uh, got a big day tomorrow. Hello, sport. Christmas party. That's going to be unreal. Keep an eye on your socials. I'm sure there'll be a bit happening there. Cheers, legends. Uh, all live on the Rugby League Guru podcast tomorrow morning. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.